This is the Simi Sarah Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. All right, it's time now for our weekly parenting segment. We like to call it Parenting with Tim. And Tim being Tim Dickert, CKNW producer and host of CKNW's Did You Hear This? And father of two, which is very important in this segment. Hi, Tim. Hi, Simi. Have you had this happen to you? That was, yeah, that was, that was too much. I know. Was like two I was pausing because I was like, I thought it was, you know, that when kids are having a meltdown and they're crying and they take a deep breath and it's just like a moment of silence before you know the next scream is coming and it's really loud. Uh, having one of your kids do that in a public place, has that ever happened to you? Uh, no. We're pretty, what? no, yeah, no, he, uh, no, we don't do that. In what do you mean? Family. We don't. <laughs> we don't do Tim, that. I've seen you throw the odd little fit, so you can't say you don't do that in your family. No, I mean like, uh, yeah, I mean we've gone to a store uh, to look at, uh, just to like browse or look around or grocery store, and you know my son sees a toy that he wants, and I say, well, we're not getting any toys today. We can look as much as you like, but we're not taking anything home. And you know he gets upset, but he doesn't like he doesn't do the like the sit and like scream and cry that whole thing. Like doesn't do the flip out temper tantrum thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, you're I, lucky then. Yeah, I mean, if it happened, we would just we would just leave. You know, we wouldn't do the like I wouldn't do the let's chat about it or you have your feelings moment or whatever you or know? ignore them in the store while they're having <laughs> I, and that's i think that's what we're talking about today is how do you deal with the temper tantrum how do you manage the meltdown that your toddler or child is having in a public place like what is your philosophy surrounding that and i think tim said on a good point there is i'm super understanding of parents even though my kids are now much older they're 19 and 16 but i am very understanding of parents whose children are having a temper tantrum or any kind of a meltdown however i draw the line when it seems like parents aren't doing anything that they're just ignoring the meltdown thinking that oh the child will stop that doesn't, to me, work in a public place. No, yeah, because there, there's a line where it, it's, yeah, you you want your child to, if they're upset, you want them to be upset, and that's okay to be upset. But just like anything else, you don't want your what you're doing in your life or your actions to be imposed on other people, right? So by your you you having this teaching moment where you decide, okay, we're gonna we're gonna teach our little ch- our child a lesson here in this store they're having a freak out and i'm just going to wait them I'm out gonna ignore them i'm going to wait them out and then we're going to talk about it the thing is is you're putting your moment or your experience on to everyone else who's there right and that's not fair to the people around you right i mean i i experienced this my my daughter i'm just going to say was um and i say this with love <laughs> <laughs> and she knows that i would say this with love i've said this to her she was a challenging child excellent uh her brother nothing like that but she was the kid that if most people told me that if they'd had her first as i did they wouldn't have had a second child <laughs> and i gambled and did second one turned out to be completely different which is great uh but she yeah uh, spirited i like to call her spirited, spirited. good yeah so she made me afraid to go out in public ever but I, I do remember when she was about two having to go to London Drugs and pick up a few things like I had no choice mm-hmm. had to take her with me usually I kind of avoided that not a good time of day I think for her my my basket was like half full of stuff I was carrying it on my arm and she you know it was one of those I would like that and I said to her no honey you know what N- next time we'll maybe think about that but this time we just have to get these few things and we're out of here Mage just boom that was it light switch meltdown and i'd kind of reach the end of my rope put the basket down picked her up put her under my arm 
<laughs> walked out the door <laughs> and people were all stopping and staring. I'm like, go ahead and stare, but at least I'm taking her out of the store. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. you're not going to have to listen to this. And I put her in the car and I didn't, it was just, that was it. Yeah. And she herself, I remember was a little scared by that because she didn't know what was happening. I wasn't reasoning with her. I wasn't talking to her. Nothing was working. The more she screamed, I was just, that was it. I was done. We never had that problem again <laughs> after that. <laughs> there you go. Right. But people are not always as um, forgiving of that, are they? Well, and how, how old was she when that happened? Oh, about two, I guess, two and a half. Yeah, and I guess that's that's the time, right? The two and a half, three is when is when you're going to have those issues, is when kids start testing boundaries, start uh, realizing that they can disagree, uh, that they can make their own decisions, you know, that whole time of figuring that stuff out. Yeah. So I think it's, I don't know, I, and I don't know why... Um, we've been so lucky. I don't know if maybe it's just his personality. You should knock wood right now. <laughs> knock it. Let me hear it. There you go. Uh, and I, you know, my, my wife and I are both pretty laid back. So that, and that might be part of it as well. But mm, I maybe. think, I think at home, you know, when, when he gets upset at home, we try to say, you know, we have, we have conversations. We say, listen, I know you're upset, but I can't, you can't have a cookie right now. You right. Just can't. But so, you know what people hate? And I know I'm going to get this started. The phone lines are open, by the way, 604-280-9898, is when you're at a restaurant. Yeah. And there's a child having a meltdown and the parents don't do anything. That's where I draw the line. Like, I get the temper tantrums. I'm totally sympathetic. But don't just ignore your child having a meltdown in a public place, right? Yeah. What's your philosophy and have you seen that? 604-280-9898. We'll have more with Tim right after this. We're talking about public meltdowns, like total temper tantrums that you see children having. Did your child ever have one? We want to make parents feel good about this. So you can share your story with us. 604-280-9898. Did your child ever have one of these? And how did you deal with it? I think the thing that bugs us, and Tim and I are in agreement on this, is that when you see a child in a public place having a meltdown and the parents aren't doing anything. Well, yeah, you need to, I mean, you need to do something. Do something. You need to do something. I mean, because I, it's like anything you do. Like it's, I'm fine if you, if you like to, if you like to swear at home and you, you're just a person who swears all the time, you know, you modify your behavior when you're in public, right? You modify how you act because you don't want the thing that you do to impose itself on other people. It's just like, it's just like if your kid's having a freak out, maybe they freak out at home and you let them just scream until they've cooled down. You can't do that out at the mall or in the restaurant because you're, you're affecting the time of other people. And yet I have seen people do that. Tell us your story. 604-280-9898. Andy has called in. Hi, Andy. Hi there. Uh, I found out we usually uh, just, it always in the restaurant that yeah. they uh, create trouble, right? So my wife usually just take her to the bathroom. Oh, oh so yeah. as soon as yeah. you see a sign of trouble. I mean, washroom, sorry, washroom. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, that will be out of everybody's eyes. And usually we go to Chinese restaurants, okay? <laughs> and they are not pretty in there. Uh, although <laughs> it's the private, right? <laughs> yeah. So once you're in there one-to-one, when you make a deal with a kid, they say, we're not going out until you stop crying. That's right. it. Yeah. And then you just stare at them, and uh, they, they, they don't want to be with you one-to-one in there, guaranteed. And then you, you just uh, go out, and okay, you make a deal. If you cry again, we'll go back in. And it happened one or twice, and uh, you just have to make sure you go back in. Yeah. No, right. Andy, you know what? That mean, You make a really good point. Thank you for the call. I think children are often playing on their parents' fear 
of the public meltdown. So if you remove them from that situation, they no longer have the, the power, you know what I mean, to cause you trouble. Like Andy is saying, you take them to the washroom and you tell them, we're not going back out there to that room that you really liked and that you were having a meltdown in until you can behave yourself. Right? Absolutely. You know what? We've got some more stories on this because people are calling in. 604-280-9898. The story of your child's public meltdown. Let us hear it. We're going to hear more of them coming up right after the news. How do you stop the public meltdown of your child? Every parent has gone through this, that embarrassing moment. When your child is screaming in a public place, I'm sorry, I should correct myself here. Not every parent has gone through this (laughs) because Tim Dicker, host of Did You Hear This, says his two children have not yet, knock wood, put him through that. No, but we've also like, I also- How old are they? um, uh, My my oldest will be four in a couple of weeks and then uh, the other will be uh, a year old uh, a few weeks after that. I have high hopes for Miles that he'll be the one to do this to you. (laughs) I don't know. He's pretty smiley. What did you do when this happened to you and how do you stop them from doing it? I personally don't think there is a one size fits all mentality for this because every child is so different, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You need to know, you need to know your kids, but you also need to know what situations you can put them in that they can handle. Like we, my, my, my oldest son, we've gone to a restaurant with him maybe three times because he just doesn't have whatever you need to be able to sit still for 45 minutes. He just can't, he can't do it. And you shouldn't have to force them into, you shouldn't be like, oh, this is a learning experience for him. No, no, understand. They can't do it. So don't do it. Yeah. So you put yourself in a situation where, where they are, where, where it's going to happen, you know, I mean, and you can't also be one of those parents who just shut yourself off into your house. You need to get out and see the world and do things, but you, you need to find that balance of what you understand and what you don't and, and you need to know your kids, I guess. I was reading about a dining club that they have in New York City, and this is a true thing, real thing, that you could sign up and they book entire restaurants for lunch, like for private parties or a private room at fancy restaurants, and then you can take your kids with other people who want to take their kids to teach them how to be in a restaurant and just let them be kids and you don't have to worry because you guys are all in the same boat together. That's, That's so brilliant. smart. So smart. Apparently they have a waiting list because I could see why they would. <laughs> uh, where did it happen to you? Let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Um, usually it's hard for me and my wife because we have alternating schedules. She works two jobs and I work a day job and I take care of our son at night and stuff. And so nice. She's, it's a really mixed up schedule. So sometimes right. we have to do our shopping and sometimes it's like this is our only time of the week to get the shopping done. And usually in food stores, he's fine and stuff. But if he throws a fit, I'm almost done. I'm sorry, people. If you got to sit there and hear a kid crying for five or ten minutes. <laughs> it's the way it's going to have to be because I need to eat. My son needs to eat, right? It's like it's kind of going to have to be the way. But if we're in a restaurant, like me and my wife will for a date night or whatever, we'll take our son with us. And if he's having a fuss in the moment and he's whatever, I'll pick him up. We'll go to the car. My wife will take care of the bill, deal with everything else, and things like that where people are going to be sitting there and held hostage. No problem. But if you got to deal with it for five or ten minutes, if that ruins your day and your experience, you've got a lot worse things going on in your world. Oh, I know. I agree with you, Chris. It sounds like like you deal with it perfectly, though, because you you only do it if you really have to and you recognize it in a public place. Exactly. It's like, I'm not going to sit there and like, oh, he's crying. i got to go. Oh, my God. Everyone's looking at me. It's what happens in the world. I'm sorry. There's babies. There's kids. If you're a parent, you understand, hey, we get it. You know what? You got to eat. You got to shop. No problem. But if we're like at a fun filled thing, it's what then we'll leave no hey, restaurant Chris, we're not just hold it people hostage fyi though date night is not date night if you're taking your kid with you 
I know, I know. <laughs> We're sad, no, I'm sure you enjoy his company, but thank you very much for the call. We get you on that one. You know, he, he brings up a good point about, you know, there is going to be that time where you can't, you know, extricate yourself from the situation. You need to buy your groceries. You're in line, whatever. You've got, you, you've got your kid and they're freaking out. You know, that's... you. Some people get embarrassed, I think, when they when their yeah. kids get upset, or they they get they get embarrassed when when their their kids having an issue in a public place. And I think with I'm what super Chris sympathetic. said, you just don't be embarrassed. Your no, kids having no. a freak out. Everyone's done it. It's not a big deal. Just I was telling Tim, just coming back on our flight from New York on the weekend, right behind us was a family of four. So mom, dad, daughter of about three, maybe almost three, and mm. a son who was ten months old. So a baby, and at one point or another, the kids had issues, ear issues, you sure, know, yeah. the take off the landings. And um, so myself, my husband sitting next to me, and another gentleman who was sitting on my right, who we did not know, we all kind of took turns playing peekaboo and hide and seek with them to keep them occupied, which made a huge difference. Yeah. And we were super sympathetic. And, and the man who was sitting next to me said, um, I said, oh, you must really like kids too. I said, we love kids. And he said, yeah, my three boys who are all grown now had real ear problems. And so we've been through this. So I totally sympathize. So it's just so nice when people can sympathize, yeah, right? Absolutely. Zoanne wrote me and wrote, I was a young mom. So people always watched me a little bit more. <laughs> One day when my son was having a meltdown at the mall, I rushed over, grabbed him and said, Michael, your mother is waiting. And carried him off. He was too shocked to actually give me up as his mom. So she <laughs> pretended that she that wasn't actually her child. Nice. Okay, let me go to Rob on the line. Hi, Rob. Hi there. You have a story for us? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a father of four sons. Uh, they're 19 to 12 now. But when when my young, my oldest was just little, uh, we were on a flight to New York, and this is the only time I could think of that he's ever really had a public meltdown. And while we're on this flight. I guess uh, he was having a, a reaction to the height of yeah. the elevation, and it was, it was starting to freak out. So we did the best we could. I mean, but being uh, extremely young, he wasn't really understanding what was going on. So we just did our best to try and soothe them, you know, uh, to hold them, that kind of thing. But uh, other than that one time, uh, we've always uh, managed to keep a pretty good grasp on things. Good. How we talk to them at home. Uh, I've always talked to my boys like like they're other people. I don't talk to them like they're little kids and give them the baby talk or try to coddle them. That's the way I was brought up is you, you, you demand respect from the children, but you also earn the respect from them. Uh, whenever they got out of right. line, if I told them that I was going to give them a punishment, I would follow through with that punishment. I wouldn't them some outlandish threat that I was going to ground for a month and then not follow through because that doesn't point, work. You've you know, lost their respect. that's so true, Rob. It kind of goes to what Andy was saying earlier, right? Like if you say you're going to take them out and you may come on some kind of threat, like we're going to leave right now. If you keep that up, you actually have to leave right now. Yeah. Otherwise they're going to keep doing yeah. it. Yeah. So much about, about this kind of thing too is, is uh, being consistent. And that's true of, of most things when you're parenting is, is being consistent. And if, if you say, it, you know, if they if that first time they have a tantr- temper tantrum in public because they want to get uh, a, a, a toy, a toy and you buy them the toy and then you buy it for them. Well, then they know that that behavior works and it's not so, so much true. that they're manipulating you. It's that I know that this will get me the thing that I want. Yeah, it's a very basic thing. They yeah. seem to understand so quickly. Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight. When was your child's public meltdown temper tantrum and how did you deal with it? Uh, we're going to take more calls on this when we come back.
We're talking about managing your child's public meltdown. What is the right way, or is there even a right way to deal with it? I'm of the belief that every child is unique. I think Tim agrees with that. Yeah, absolutely. You have to you have to know your your, know child, your child and and, and what you're getting into. Six zero four two eight zero ninety eight ninety eight. East fan spoke tweeted me to say, once when my daughter had her only public meltdown in a mall, I lay down beside her and copied her. Never occurred again. Wow, you must. <laughs> that's an amazing way of dealing with it. Uh, let me go to Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi. You've had this happen to you? No. What happened? Um, what What we used to do is we used to tell the kids before we went into the store or before we went into the store, this is the behavior that we expect. We're not going to buy anything. We'll talk about it later. You know, and and get them equipped going in to the situation. Um, but we would engage our kids with the, uh, you know, with activities when we were sitting in restaurants. I see a lot of parents just sort of, they plop their kid down in a chair and then they kind of ignore them and be talking yes. to themselves. And it's like, okay, you've got to keep your kid engaged and make it fun for them, right? It doesn't always have to be about them, but if you have a kid that puts a meltdown when they get bored, then, you know, you've got to know what your kid is capable of and what your kid's capacities so are. So true. They're not accessories, right? Like you have to keep them busy. No kidding, right? Yeah. Um, I told you, Susan, we are all on the same wavelength with you on that one. Like, Tim, we agree completely because we've seen too much of that. Jesse wrote me to say, our daughter is four. She, like all toddlers, has fierce feelings and expressions. We also offer her choices in hopes of keeping her spirit intact. While we are sensitive to the other people in the restaurant, it's most important that she knows that we are in her corner and other people's judgment won't change how we feel about her. That being said, Jesse says, we let her know that her behavior affects other people. So in the case of a restaurant, we offer her these two choices. Honey, we love you. You're totally free to express your feelings in this way, but you can't do it in here. So if you feel like you need to cry loudly, I will take you outside until you feel differently. That usually works, Jesse says. It's very rare that we leave and rarer still that we have to endure the glares of angry people. And, and Jesse says, our daughter is fierce and does what she wants within reason. Four years old, Jesse, I feel like we should talk. <laughs> I have the 19-year-old version of that child. I can tell you how she turns out, actually. Turns out great. Yeah, well, so far, so good. Uh, knock wood on that. Uh, that's true. But Jesse, what you've kind of epitomized there is the idea that what Tim and I have been talking about is you got to know your child. Yeah, because that, that strategy he, he mentions, isn't that, that's not something that's going to work for everybody. No. No, and too often we see people who, as Susan just pointed out, our caller, don't want to compromise their own lifestyle. Yeah. Don't want to not go to do this or not go out and socialize. They're just going to take the kids along with them. Well, not all kids can adapt to that. Yeah, no, I mean, we, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm speaking as, as anyone who has really small kids. I mean, my wife and I don't go see movies anymore, right? Like, we're going to see... You'll have to wait a while, go, There's going to be like five or six years where yeah. you don't know anything that's we, going on. We go a couple times a year, and that's about it. We don't go to restaurants that's just the two of us unless it's a date night. You know, I mean, we don't take our kids to things that they're not equipped to handle. You have to change... You have to change your your life. On the obviously. plus side, I hear Zootopia is great. I've heard Zootopia is great. I can't <laughs> wait to see it. That's going to be next on Tim's list. You want to share your story with us? Simi at cknw.com. That's our parenting segment for this week. When we come back, though, we'll be talking about Australia's Great Barrier Reef and the big problem that it's facing right now. That's next. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk.